Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, September 13th, 2020. What's going on? How are you? It's been a minute since we checked in on you, 10 days or so. But we're coming to you live, and we're happy to be joining you today. My name is Quinn. This is my show, and... Uh, this is what I sound like. So turn back now if, if you turned it on and it was a mistake. If you were looking for the Michelle Obama podcast and you clicked on this one by accident because they were next to each other in the charts, that's understandable. Uh, I am not Michelle Obama, but probably equally culturally significant. Just one of us has a Wikipedia page, which I've always felt was overrated and probably a good thing for me because I don't want to get cocky. I don't want to get a big head. Um, yeah, what's what's going on? It's been a little while. Been a hot second, if you will, since we checked in on you. Thanks to uh, sister, my sister, Abby Furness, for coming on our show last weekend-ish to talk fantasy football. And today's been a big day, opening, uh, big, big opening day in the NFL, opening Sunday. I didn't think we were going to get here. I got to be honest, a month ago, I didn't think this was going to happen. Because of the lion left and their fake China virus. But, uh, you know, we're here. And we're queer. Um, No, we're not. But uh, it's a little Tony Wonder action reference. Uh, So, Quinn, what are you you talking about today? I I don't know. I I put this off recording until Sunday afternoon because... I wasn't quite sure how we were going to take it, but I figure I'll just, uh, you know, it's been a little while, so I'll give you the rundown on what's been going on lately. Labor Day weekend, three-day weekend, big fan of the three-day weekend. And I was, I've had multiple conversations about this um, recently with a couple different people. But the three-day weekend, man, if we had that going on every weekend... Not only would I be much more happier, for obvious reasons, I would be much more productive. I don't know about you all. I don't, but I, I mean, maybe I do know about you all. Because I feel like I, in this conversation, in this debate, of which there's not much in the U.S., but I wish there was, you never hear someone who's, talking about this being like I'm much more productive with a five-day work week than a four-day work week even if you want to expand it to like 10 hours uh, 10 hours a day Monday through Thursday although for me that's unnecessary but if you were to expand it so you're still working 40 hours um, I would just I I mean I already not that I don't get anything done on Fridays because some Fridays are super busy like this list, last one for me two days ago was very busy, but it didn't have to be that way. I just, it was busy because I scheduled stuff because I'm 
expected to work on Saturday, but you never hear people talk about how they would be, how they are more productive with five days versus four. Um, big fan of the four day work week. Just, I don't know, having the three days away from the emails and the clicks and, you know, the Microsoft Teams, big fan. Um, Microsoft Teams, that reminds me of Slack. When I used to work at uh, Johns Hopkins in Baltimore, I wasn't part of this, but apparently there was a large group of coworkers who weren't using, I don't remember what our, like, expect what the expected like messaging service was i think it was skype for business was what they um told us that we had to use for like instant messaging within the office and then i think it got out that they were somehow tracking our messages and so people started to mutiny and migrate to grade m words uh to slack and then eventually they so, <laughs> the dean found out and there was a very uncomfortable um, staff meeting where that got shut down, which was really fun. And again, I wasn't part of it, but I kind of wish I was. Because I could have talked some crap. Uh, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Town Podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not not a big shit talker at work in general. It just seems risky, you know? Um, how did we get there? Oh, four-day work weeks. Yeah, I'm a big fan, okay? It's really nice. What? Well, Quinn, you're a big fan, so what did you do with, uh, with your three-day weekend last weekend? What didn't I do? I was all over the map. Um, we went to... Starred Rock on Saturday, did some hiking, and explored some canyons and some bluffs. Really, a lot of geological features were explored. No spelunking, saving that for next time. Huge span of spelunking. Not actually. There's... um. You know this, uh, oh man, what uh, what was the name of the cave or the place where it was? What is it? Was it in Kentucky or something where the guy went spelunking and thought he was in one part of the cave, like crawling on his hands and knees, on his belly almost, probably actually. And you can find the YouTube video on this. I think I found it on Reddit a couple months ago. But um, he's, he thinks he's in one part of the cave. And so he's, you know, like crawling through it. And it turns out he was in a different part of the cave. And then he like, there's a sharp, like the cave turns downward. And so he got stuck and he couldn't back out. But there was something where like his, his feet, got twisted and so they couldn't pull him out a certain way without you know 
I don't know if it was breaking something or like puncturing his lung. Basically, he like goes over this rock lip and is positioned in such a way that they can't pull him out. And the guy, poor guy, physically is there for like 24 hours. They know exactly where he is. They've got all the help in there you could ever get. Um, but they can't get him out. I'm trying to find it on Google. So you can go read about it if you want. It's kind of like 127 hours if it had a sad ending. Okay. Um, yep. It was okay. It wasn't Kentucky. It's, it's, uh, Utah. That's right. John Jones Stuck inside a cave. I think this was like five, ten years ago. Yeah, if you just Google Spelunker John Jones, go to the Reddit post, Sweaty Palms. You can see the like diagram of the cave and how he's stuck. Yeah, so he basically falls headfirst into this, like, not crevasse, but just like hole. And the way his ankles are positioned, they physically can't get him out, which is a tough way to go. I think they said eventually... Great, uh, great Bean Tom podcast this week. I think eventually he dies from the like oxygen, lack of oxygen. I think is what it is, but I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um, boy, how did we get on that? Oh, because we did not do any spelunking. Well, I was afraid of this happening. That's why I don't go to Utah. Last time I was in Utah, which is just a fun one to say, by the way, Utah, E U T A W. Um, I was in Salt Lake City for a conference and I had a really bad cold and the elevation was really hitting me hard and it was during the Brett Kavanaugh hearings and I think I pretty much ended up like going to half the conference and then the other half I just sat in my hotel room which was really small it was this tiny little boutique hotel and watched the Kavanaugh hearings what was that, like October 2018, maybe? We had some confirmation on that. Uh, otherwise, left Star Rock and uh, backtrack to Utica, Illinois, in North Utica, Illinois, which I didn't realize was like a big hot spot for uh, bikers and biker gangs. We saw a... Biker gang bachelorette party, and allegedly, I didn't witness this, but apparently they were handing out or trying to sell suckers, like candy, lollipops. I, I don't know if they had if they were laced with something, like Eddie Lacy. If Eddie Lacy had his own brand of lollipops, I would buy. What do you think that guy's doing? Someone like that who was in the NFL for what, like four or five years on a rookie contract, do they make enough to the point where if they're good with their money and knowing how to invest, like they don't ever have to work again? These are the questions I have. I suppose if you're starting NFL running back, you you can, Right. I suppose. I don't know. Remind me. Hey, Siri. 
Nothing. She's giving me the silent treatment. I was going to ask Siri to remind me uh, to to research Eddie Lacy, Packers legend, um, after this podcast is over. But we go to Utica, and we uh, ended up eating outside, which was good. But before we could be seated, we had to wait. They told us, what, like 20, 25 minutes. It ended up being closer to 10 or 15. So we walk around town. We're just exploring, like spelunking without a cave. And we've seen all there is to see after about 90 seconds. And it's kind of hot. So we were looking for some shade slash just somewhere to sit down. There is this little museum. When I say little... I mean little, on the edge of town. And it's pretty little. What is it? It's the LaSalle County Historical Museum, something like that. We'll get a, um, we'll get a, a confirmation. But we're like, okay, well, this might be interesting. And so we walk in, and immediately you get inside, and you notice it's pretty little. And you see this young lady, probably my age, sitting at the desk. And there's not much in there besides the desk. Maybe some old prairie dresses. And immediately I notice on top of her desk, there's a sign. And it's the admission sign, which I wasn't expecting there uh, to be a, a cost of admission to a LaSalle County Historical Museum, or whatever it's called. And I think it was $5 a person, and, you know, I whatever, $5. Okay, that's fine. It's not the worst, but it's like, our table's going to be ready in 10 minutes. There's like four and a half things to see in here, and one of them was the lady sitting at the desk. And it's just like, mm. so she's like, hey, guys, welcome. Do you want to explore the museum today? And I was just like, no, no, that's not what I said. But I said, um, it was kind of awkward. I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> kind of looking at Rachel, like, save me. And I think it was just like, oh, I think we're going to, I think we're okay, I think is what I said. I don't know, trying to be as diplomatic as possible. So we walk out feeling like bad slash kind of awkward. Not not really, but just like, eh, that was kind of weird. And so thankfully, right when we leave the museum, we get a call that our table's ready. So we go and sit down. But interestingly enough, the way our outdoor seating was situated was such... I love putting those two words together, was such. It's like wasatch, great mountain range. Um, that we could see the entrance of the historical museum. <laughs> so we probably saw a good five or six parties, and not every party looked like a party. Some of them were older couples. Walk in, and then we would just time it out to see how long people were spending in um, 
in the in the historical county museum and it was probably about 10 seconds 15 seconds if you were lucky not very many seconds i think one group made it to about 20 seconds but yeah it was it was pretty funny no one who went in stayed in for longer than 20 to 30 seconds it's like the opposite of a labyrinth or something or if it was a labyrinth that was particularly easy to escape from imagine that imagine it's a corn maze but instead of twists and turns you just have um, a straight line through the corn. That's what it would be like, timing-wise, if we were to talk times. Imagine you were running a marathon, but instead of 26.2 miles, it was 26.2 meters. Now, there's a race that I can get behind. And I was going to go for a Hitler joke, but those don't exist. But we had a good time in Utica and in, and in North Utica. And although we didn't pay the price of admission for the LaSalle County Historical Museum, I am somewhat confident that we saw everything that there was to see there. You know, prairie dresses and stuffed herchogs and maybe a maybe a one to one thousandth scale of a Conestoga wagon. What a fun word, Conestoga. Sounds like it could be a sandwich or something. Conestoga. Uh, C-O-N-E-S-T-O-G-A. Conestoga. Stoga. Reference for all the National Lampoons fans listening. Shout out to the National Lampoons fans. Let's uh, get a little word from our sponsors here. And then we'll return to the action. We're going to keep it pretty short today. Just because I know what, when I, I know when I've got something, and I know when I've got nothing. And right now I was able to stretch about half of a story out into a solid 19 and a half minutes. So let's pull up our uh, our ads here and see who's sponsoring today's episode. Maybe it's different from the last two and a half years. Nope. Uh, Home Pride Oregon, are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth? All because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest New home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more, including something to do with fires, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe. 
You're going to have to call Steve and ask. Uh, Home Pride Oregon is both, uh, and your first-time listener is saying, well, how, Quinn? How can we call Steve and ask? Just wait. Uh, Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate's wrangle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you got to call Steve. Here you go at 541-410-0316, or you can visit homeprideoregon.com. Again, 541-410-0316, or you can visit Home Pride Oregon or Oregon, as our president says, dot com. Home Pride Oregon inspect. Perfection. We watched uh, Prisoners last night, which I've seen before. Great film, Denis Villeneuve, Hugh Jackman, Terrence Howard, Jake Gyllenhaal, Paul Dano, Viola Davis, and um, one other female lead that I'm forgetting. Hell of a picture. And uh, they're not sponsoring this episode. You, how could a movie sponsor a podcast? That that would be unheard of. Um, shout out to the Samson Q2U series. Uh, and thanks to Samson last week for pulling double duty. And uh, BT-dubs. Geico is, uh, has brought back the commercial where it's like the secret agent on the roof fighting the bad guys and his mom calls. I don't really know why. Uh, but Samson, it sounds good. It's crisp, clear audio quality. When God speaks, he uses a Samson. Last one here. Cuts by Q. Bob and Weave. We all know the hairstyle and we all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman but slightly different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations uh, serving Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana, and the greater Chicago land area. From beehives to bangs, fohawks to flat tops, and everything in between, you got to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200, or you can email Cuts by Q at Yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts, Q-U-T-Z, by Q at Yahoo.com. All right, let's sing it together, acapella style. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Welcome to an uh, abbreviated, abridged second half of uh, today's program. And uh, what did I do the rest of my three-day weekend? I don't know. I did a little bit of this, a little bit of that. No. Um, It was good. It was fine. I don't remember. I ran a half marathon. I did that this weekend, too. It's just become sort of a casual thing. Wake up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday and just, you know, Get out and go. Feels good. You know, got the road to myself. No one else is out. The occasional biker. But I just spit on them as they pass me. Or I pass them. If they're lucky. Uh, But yeah, three-day weekends, big fan. 
of that. Hey, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, I am sure a lot of you have concerns. If you are looking to share them with our show, email beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-W-M podcast at yahoo.com. You know what I would love? As some of you may know, this is not the only podcast that I host, surprisingly. Um, ever since, what, spring of 2019, something like that, late spring, early summer, uh, I have co-hosted a, uh, a show, the White Noise Podcast, with my dear friend and hashtag friend of the podcast, Matt Fiedler. And you're probably thinking, wow, I forgot about that. And you'd be right. We last released an episode just over a year ago, I think was our, our last release. Um, and here's my call to action. Because I would love for some of that new content to come out. But it's not up to me because I don't do the editing for it. Um, we have, I think, three and a half shows recorded that are ready to go. They just need to be edited and released. So if any of you are thinking, wow, we could really use some more Quinn in our lives, you're going to have to reach out to friend of the podcast, Matt Feeler. Don't hurt him. Don't. Don't threaten him. Just gently nudge him in the right direction if you would be so kind. Because if there's one thing I love listening to, it's my own voice. But no, we have a fun time on the White Noise podcast. And I would just, you know, I don't remember what we talked about. So we probably got, what, three hours or so? Two, two and a half to three hours of Matt and Quinn content that's never been heard or released. I don't know about you. I would, I would like that. Sounds like a good time. Um, but yeah, that would be good. And then my only other question. <laughs> I was debating whether or not to bring this up because I don't really care. But I am curious about it. So I guess I do care. My friend, hashtag friend of the podcast, Tark Shahada, has been on before, um, hosts a, a podcast, the Local Glow podcast. And I support him with a monthly Patreon subscription, $3 a month, releasing my finances live on the air. And they haven't released a new show in like a year. So my question is, what what's happened with the the you know $36 i spent on the show since last year's episode came out um i just want to say this not that i think i'm better than anyone else but i am very proud of this show in particular for our transparency you know, when we run our pledge drive fundraiser every year, or Telethon Spectacular, every February, it's clearly outlined what our costs are for. 
And I think this year we're going to even be able to streamline those costs a little bit more, which is exciting. Keeping your costs low and other stuff. Whoa. Um, I'm watching two football games at once right now, which is pretty intense. Pretty exciting. Pretty intense. Um, but... Uh, Boy, yeah, we don't even need to talk about football. Vikings looked like hot garbage today. But that's what I got for you. Um, so I just called out my two favorite podcasts live on the air, and now we're going to end, which is very exciting. Um, we are probably going to get back into some power rankings because those are very fun. And if you have ideas for what we should power rank you got to let us know. You know how to email us. You can also tweet at us at BeantownCast or at White Buns if you want to find me personally. Last thing I have for you is um, yours truly might be social media famous more so than I already am. Um, in due time, I got a, a Twitter message from Venmo, no joke the money transferring service last this past week. And they were messaging me about a tweet. I, I tweeted out back in November, 10 months ago. And I don't have the tweet in front of me, but I, I just read it this morning. I think it says something like, do you ever get lost or do you ever scroll through your Venmo feed so much that you get lost like a J.J. Abrams TV show? I don't know. Not Not like a very you know, exciting tweet or anything particularly interesting. Um, but they messaged me and were like, hey, QD, how's it going? Would you mind if we used our tweet for social media purposes? And I was like, Avi, I don't mind. And then uh, recently they've re-messaged me and asked for my Instagram handle, which I've shared with them. So I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I just, you know... If this blows up, if I blow up, I just want everyone to be happy that, you know, they got in on the ground floor of the Bean Tom podcast. You've had three years to do it. So now is not the time to jump off the train either, okay? Just stick with us. We're going to be huge soon. And then all you beanheads, it'll be like a pyramid scheme. All you beanheads can, you know, sell up your own podcast to 20 other people and we'll all get rich. Um, that's what I got for you. My, my computer is actually physically unplugged and it can only handle about this much um, podcast before it needs to take a break. Um, but thanks everyone for listening again. If you got ideas for power rankings for next week's episode, go ahead and shoot us a text, shoot us an email. Tweet at us. You can follow Venmo's lead. Send us a Twitter message. Instagram DM me. Uh, you can also send me. You can send me. Let me say this. You can send me snail mail. But with the USPS getting gutted, I'm getting mail like once a month at this point. In fact, I get my checks mailed to me for my consulting job. And... Um, my August check was mailed before 
Labor Day weekend and nothing yet, which is a bummer. Because I, I need that money to get out of some jams. And and purchase some jams. Um, you know, I don't have jam in the apartment, but I'd like to. Okay. Uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in. Kind of a scatterbrained episode, but I think it had some fun moments. I had fun. I hope you had fun. Um, that's what we have for you. Let's get some music going here. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks for supporting this show. We really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, fall's coming. Things are getting spooky, and we get to tour uh, in New England next month, end of next month, which is really exciting. So maybe we'll get some merch going. That could be fun. Uh, Everyone, that's what we got for you. Thanks for tuning in. And, uh, you know, stay safe, stay sane, and I'll check in on you next time. Bye. Bye.